Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This is Nicole, and this is a special podcast episode brought to you directly out of the Hair of the Dog Academy. Inside the Academy, our members have the opportunity to schedule laser coaching calls. And not only are these calls beneficial for them, but they get shared inside the community so that all of our other members can benefit from them. What we've done is we've taken the very best of our laser coaching calls, the ones that I know you guys have questions for as well, and we are bringing them to you here as some bonus episodes on the Hair of the Dog podcast. Now, I'm not promising them every week, but periodically we'll be releasing new laser coaching calls out here on the podcast on Thursdays. So keep checking. Checking your podcast player and get ready for 15 to 20 minutes of quick laser coaching to get some quick wins, get some questions answered, and helping our members and you move forward in your business. If you want to learn more about how you can become a Hair of the Dog Academy member too, simply go to hairofthedogacademy.com slash academy and check it out. We'd love to have you inside our pack. Now stay tuned for the laser coaching. And when I say laser coaching, is it just me or do you picture little cats with laser beams too? (laughs) That would make this even more fun, but I digress. No cats with laser beams, but some incredible business knowledge about to happen. Enjoy. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey everybody, Nicole here and I am here with Angela and we're here for laser coaching. So Angela, welcome. Tell us uh, how I can help you. Hi. um, Well, it came up. I don't know. I've been flooded with end of life sessions lately. And um, it came up that should we market these things? Yep. And if so, how? And I'm not meaning like to take out an ad that says, is your dog dying? (laughs) Yeah, definitely a little tact, but yes. (laughs) A little, yeah. Yeah. You know, and just how to approach it with a level of compassion and tact and, but still to let people know that this is a thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess the first thing you need to do is figure out what messaging you want to be, which I would definitely do from the positive side of celebrate, celebrate your dog. You know, it's, I think it's okay to state the obvious and that, you know, unfortunately dogs aren't with us too long. Take, you know, highly recommend getting a session done while your dog is still young and healthy and, you know, all the ways that, that you know them now. But if, you know, you're further past that point and you haven't had pictures like now a you know, we can still have this for your, for your end of life sessions. How, how are they set up? Are they just a normal session fee and normal products? Do you have like a special all-inclusive thing? Yeah. So I have, I have two different regular sessions and two other special sessions that I don't promote year round, but so the regular sessions are my adventure days. Yep. And that's obviously for younger dogs. Yep. Um, And then the memory session, which is anywhere between an hour to 90 minutes is more for like the puppy or the new to you dog or the senior dog and the terminal dog that can't do, you know, great big walks. Right. Right. A little more 
entertainment kind of thing. So I don't necessarily advert like I have all over my website that I will drop everything to do a dog that has given its yeah. has been given its date, you know. Right. But I don't have a session necessarily dedicated to that. Gotcha. What's your intention of marketing it? Like how many do you want? Like, is it the best? I guess the question is, is it the best type of session to market? Or like, what's your motivation for marketing that versus others? You know, because we only have so much marketing time. So it's just figuring out if it's, if it's the right thing to definitely marketing or if it wants to be a service that you could definitely market and get in touch with like, you know, some... I didn't realize this was a thing like a hospice vet. I know we have a friend that's in Colorado that he does in home euthanasia, but I guess there's also some like hospice vets that will help, you know, with the care once they start to get more towards end of life, but that might even be a couple months long. So there mm-hmm. would be plenty of time for people to get uh, a session done in some of those cases. So there's definitely like low hanging marketing fruit that way. You know, in my experience, and this isn't everyone's experience, it's just my experience, my tribute sessions, which were my end of life sessions were definitely a lower price point, not as much a moneymaker, but it was a nice service, a feel good service, like, you know, that I felt good about providing. So, and it depends what what is most critical to you at the time, you know, just figuring out where you want to spend your time marketing different things. Does that all make sense? Right. Yeah. You're using that as a past tense. Do you not do tribute sessions anymore or? No, I still do. I just, I don't really market them at all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My, my schedule now with the kids and especially homeschooling, virtual school, whatever, everything else, like the the last minute dropping schedule is become more challenging for me. So I don't, if somebody contacted me, I would do it, but I don't think I have much mention of it anywhere. Right. Hashtag child free. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag dreams. (laughs) Hashtag you'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag college eight years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there, you know, I love the idea of connecting with a hospice vet, and um, and I have just learned of a place around here that um, I could connect with. Um, but like, would you take the would, would you take the route of direct marketing, like taking ads out, or? Um, would you go with more of a, like a passive thing, like blogging about it and, you know, writing a blog about this hospice vet? Cause you know, that's where mm-hmm. yeah. one of my strengths are is the blogging and, um, and, and making that connection and, and doing third party that way. Or would you actually like, like at, at the stage of my business, would you actually take out ads? Like, cause I belong to a lot of different community groups on Facebook. And whenever I see someone pop up, like, Oh, you know, is there like, um, anybody who'll do pictures of my dog, he's dying. I always comment, but at the same time, you're also in competition with all of those other people with cameras who are just like, Oh, I'll do it. And I'll give you all the digitals for $50. Right. Right. You know, and you, you get lost because the price point is higher. Right. 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 So what type of ads are you thinking of? Cause generally like a magazine ad, 
it's not money well spent in my opinion, you know? So like, yeah, what I was thinking more just like Facebook ads and Instagram yeah. ads, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You can't, I just don't know how you target, how you would target someone with older dogs on that. Unless gosh, you wouldn't be able to do their pixel, but if there was, mm. you could target maybe people, if those other businesses like a hospice vet had had Facebook page or a group or something like, well, you can't target groups, but like of Facebook's general demographics and targeting you, there's no way to take out, like to target to the people that have older animals. You know, right. you can target to pet generals, right? pet animals or pet owners in general. You know, yeah. if you were going to go that route, I would maybe just advertise your smaller sessions and mm. just say, hey, these are perfect for new puppy, new to you dog, or if you just, if you know, or an older dog, or if you just want, you know, to create one great art piece or something, you know, right. yeah. so then you're marketing that general session, but then people can say, oh, I fit in here, there, or there. Right. Cause yeah. I mean, it's not, um, you know, I, I just did one with a Bernie mountain dog and she has DM. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so she's not really mobile and you can't do a whole lot of, you know, um, you know, me and the owner, we right. cried. Right. Right. I'm, um, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's just, you know, it, she comes to the reveal session and she's like, I really want a book. And I'm like, Oh God, but we cut it off at 45 minutes because, because Maggie was so out of it and we don't have enough for even like a, a 10 page book. Yeah. You know, like I ended up with 17 images and a lot of them were really repetitive. And I was like, we just don't have enough for a book. So like I talked her through the, she has, she's, she's a rescue whore. Yeah. Um, she has seven dogs. Um, <laughs> they've all been rescued. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like I pitched to her another session with all of the dogs at their property in Idaho. And then I would be happy to include the gallery from Maggie oh, nice. session in the, yeah. into, you know, the okay. gallery from that session. So we could put together a big book yeah. and, and that seemed to be okay. But you know, if I run into somebody similar who, you know, where the time ends up being limited because the dog is not very mobile. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't pitch the, you can't pitch the album. Well, so I mean, you to... could do, you could do a 10 spread album with 10 images. Yeah. Uh, you could also do an image box with five images. They could put leashes yeah. and stuff in or a bamboo box with five or 10 images, you know, something like that, you know, so I think you can try to find some of those things. Cause I think the challenge with the, the, you know, older dog sessions is their dogs, not, not how they remember and they still want the images, but they're not necessarily going to put a giant image of their unfortunately dying dog on their wall. You know, that's right. That's not what they do with it. That usually the albums or those image boxes tend to be the more product of choice in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a great workaround to, Hey, let's do another session with all your dogs with this product in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think those are some of the other things you could do. And then as far as marketing, I just want to jump back for a second too. I would 100% market these sessions to those third party, like a hospice vet, you know, any sort of, um, the challenging part for, you know, you look at like dog memorial, like pet memorial type things, people aren't necessarily going there until it's already too late, which right. is 
the hard part there. So you need to figure out where it is that they go before, which might be the hospice vet, might be specialty vets. If you have cardiology, oncology, neurology type vets in your area at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And one of the difficulties I've found around here is that a lot of the vets, um, a lot of the pet specific businesses like vets or food boutiques, they're just, they're, they don't have the time or the interest or the, or the interest in working with someone like me. Yeah. They're very, no, we got it. We're good. We don't, you know, right. Right. Yeah. I wonder if you can, I mean, and some of them will never come around, but others like just approach them of, Hey, how can I help you? And then it becomes a, or even if you blog about them, then it's like, Oh, do reciprocal. Yeah. I want to help you. Um, in which case you can like pitch doing little contests or, you know, different stuff that is fun for their clients. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a funny story. I, I'm writing a monthly column about hiking for our newspaper. Yeah. And so for the last one, I interviewed my vet uh-huh. who, you know, well, she's new to the clinic. So we've been seeing her for about a year, but I've been going to this clinic for 10 years. Yeah. And when it got published, they posted the link on their Facebook page and said, Oh, Hey, look at Dr. Shulkin's article. <laughs> Wait, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) So I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to go look for another vet then. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, and it could just be whoever posted that just really was completely clueless about it. But yeah, but that's just a funny side story. Yeah, yeah it's into my brain and stays there. I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. That happens to all of us. Yeah. But anyhow. Yeah. So I like all of this stuff. Yeah. And actually my, one of my clients referred me to a place that does water cremation and says, Oh, you should, you should look these people up and see if you can work with them. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You could do a cross promotion, like a blog post on your article or on your blood site. Maybe they want to post on there, you know, like they might still have some education and you might get a couple people that, that are, are looking for that in time, you know, that, Mm -hmm. but you would also get even, even if, you know, client a it's too late for them to take advantage with their current dog. Maybe it is something that then they're like, Oh, but I'm definitely going to do this with my next dog. And you know, that's a long game play. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, but, but they would probably want to take it with their next dog when their dog's young and healthy, you know? So Mm -hmm. it just depends how long they would take to, to be ready for another dog. One other thing you could look at too, is I just did a podcast interview with Mandy Pratt from gray boy print. She does um, etchings. And it's coming out a couple of weeks. I think the first week of September, the 8th, maybe. But she has those, which is something that you could even offer. It's like on a wholesale basis for people that, you know, the like the people that go to the cremation things, whatever, that it's too late, but that she can actually create something beautiful from a picture they have. Oh, um, gotcha. Okay. So that's something that you could still maybe offer to people. And... You know, if they have other dogs, I thought about this as I was talking to her. I'm like, ooh, this could be interesting that you're like, okay, like you have a session 
you can create these with your images for the dogs that are part of the session. And if they had other pets, they can have their pictures created as well to create like a little wall gallery or, you know, one with multiple pets in it. Mm-hmm. Just like edit their cell shot. to. Well, you don't even, she, she does it cause she will take the cell shots and like, she puts it in Photoshop through some ways to like, to create these. I'm not even exactly sure how she does it to create these like metal engraving etchings or whatever. Ah, okay. So yeah. So that's something that you can offer even mm-hmm. for yeah. pets that are no longer here. That's still in line with what we do, which is beautiful artwork. Yeah. Well, I, I did a session last year for a gal who had five beagles. Yeah. And she wanted to include the urns of her two other beagles. Yeah. In, you know, so we set them up nicely on rocks with yeah. some of the dog's toys. And, and I was like, oh, this reminds me of Irish Catholic funerals where we take pictures of dead bodies in caskets. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of weird. But at the same time, it was a nice little way to honor right. those other two dogs by, you know, and she did get an album done. Yeah. And, and it was just a nice way to honor. Um, yeah. The other two dogs and include them in the whole thing. Right, right, right. You know, in the moment, it was like, "You want to do what?" I know, I know. I know. We're like, okay. <laughs> hey, you're you're the client. You're the one with the money. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. We can definitely do that. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. No, definitely check that out. And and yeah, I think it's definitely. I think 100% it's worth advertising. But if you're going to be doing ads then maybe just advertise all of those sessions since you can't target yeah. new puppies okay. who has whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Uncontrollable little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, awesome. Nicole. Thank you. Have a good You're one. So welcome. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the hair of the dog podcast. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the links that we shared in this episode, as well as any additional resources, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash seven two, since this was episode number 72. Thanks for listening to this episode of hair of the dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.